That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This Action 3 weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Storms early today, 20% chance later, a high of 89 expected tomorrow. Hot and humid, slight chance of some showers with 95 for the high right now, 72 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 6.06. Here are your news headlines. Well, a man is dead after Omaha's latest shooting. Police were called to an area of 26th and Parker Streets at around 4.30 yesterday afternoon and found the victim's body. The window of a vehicle had also been shot out. No arrests so far have been made. And two people are in custody in connection with an Omaha home invasion. Police say that two men forced their way into a home near North 68th Street and Laurel Avenue at around 8 o'clock yesterday morning. The woman who lives in the home ran to a neighbor's residence for help. The suspects soon fled from the scene but were arrested near 72nd and Reddick Avenue. And former Omaha Police Chief Mike McDonnell is seeking elected office. McDonnell announced yesterday that he is going to run for the Nebraska legislature's 5th district seat, which covers South Omaha. He's a former fireman. 
Yep. Yes, he was the former, that's what I said, former Omaha fire chief. Uh, 49-year-old McDonald served six years as Omaha's fire chief before retiring in 2013. He's seeking to replace State Senator Heath Mello, who can't run for re-election because of term limits. And a University of Nebraska-Lincoln fraternity was suspended Wednesday because of what officials say is the House's, quote, culture of alcohol use. Alpha Tau Omega, whose Gamma Theta chapter has been at UNL since 1897, was suspended on two counts of misconduct. Students in other Greek houses reported ATO was keeping alcohol in its house and well, had they got off- ratted out by the other frats. Yeah, sucks. Lame. Uh, was keeping Lame, alcohol. <laughs> keeping alcohol in its house and had an off-campus party that involved alcohol. You know, they so- went right to the balcony right when this word came out and stared across the street at the other frats. Really. Not cool, bro. <laughs> Pulled out their empty keg. They're like, what? Survival of the fittest. This suspension is the third of a UNL fraternity in just two years. It's a dry campus, right? That's the deal? Well, I mean, yeah, most campuses Officially. don't okay. allow that. Uh, Farmhouse was suspended in the fall of 2014 following the death of a freshman member, and Sigma Nu was suspended in early 2014 for having alcohol in the house and numerous fire code violations. That's what seemed to used to happen all the time, the problem with frats are. If, if somebody didn't drink too much, they used to fall off the balcony all the time. Mm. Yeah. You know, they'd go crawl out and sit on their, their own roof. And then Why fall would you off? do that? If, you're the fr- if I'm like the, nice. the head of my frat, I'd be like, let's just Let's have nobody fall off the house this year. That would be goal number one. Here, Molly, she said, it feels nice. It does. I remember I remember going and visiting my friends that lived in fraternity houses, and you'd climb out onto the roof and well, stare at the stars. Things or... you do only in your youth. Which yeah. is, when was the last time you... I'm sure you've crawled on a roof before. I have. Yeah. It's something you stopped doing, certainly by 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be certain. <laughs> So Alpha Tau Omega will not be recruiting new members until corrective action is taken. And the fraternity's house, the fraternity's house no longer is considered university approved housing. So freshmen can't live there. Remember, we said that uh, it's going to be rough for fraternities after that crap down in Oklahoma. Yep. Like they got every fraternity in the U.S. has got to keep their nose clean because cracking down. Well, it's it's trendy Uh, to go after them. A high ranking for Omaha's Jewel Attraction, the world's largest travel website, TripAdvisor, lists the Henry Dorley Zoo as the second best zoo in the country behind the San Diego Zoo. We got bumped. We got dropped to sixth in the world, too. I know. We're sixth globally and second to San Diego. You're like, what did San Diego get in the last year that we don't have? That's what we've always battled with, though. The San Diego Zoo. Yeah. It was always number one. Then it was Omaha forever. I'd like to check out that St. Louis Zoo. That's the third zoo, United States-wise. I'd like to see what they have in comparison. Well, the fact that, you know, it's great that we're number two behind San Diego in the U.S., but that shows a big difference when globally San Diego's the best zoo in the world and we're sixth. So it goes globally, according to Trevor. Right. <laughs> uh, San Diego, Spain, Singapore, Czech Republic, Australia. And then us. Czech Republic? Sounds awesome. How great can their zoo be? Probably just the chicks that work at a zoo are hot. (laughs) Right? So let's give better TripAdvisor scores. How's our Yelp score? I don't know. I don't know if people have been Yelp bullying or what, but I recently was at the Enderly Zoo and it was fantastic. Uh, Have you been to the San Diego? uh, No. Okay. No, I haven't. I don't tend to go to zoos when I travel. 
I've been to the like the I've been to a couple zoos. Like I've been to the zoo in Milwaukee. I've been to the zoo in Chicago. I've been to the zoo like in Washington D.C. Because I remember it was a big deal. They had the pandas. Well, if, out you, there. if you if you're from Omaha and you're used to going to the Henry Dorley Zoo all the time, like we do, it makes you a zoo snob. It does. I mean, when you know, when you've been told that your zoo is either the number one or number two best zoo, you figure, oh, why bother with other zoos? Zoo back home. Oh, they have a better. giant panda there. Uh, pandas are always a good thing. I mean, that that's always a, a really big attraction is the panda because not everybody gets them. Um, but I think you know, like, and then panda cubs. Obviously, those are like impossible to find in in captivity. So egg prices uh, are said to be skyrocketing here in Nebraska and across the country as a a result of that avian flu. Um, A professor at UNL says that close to 48 million birds have been killed as a result of the avian flu affecting egg producers across the U.S. The Department of Labor reports egg prices have jumped 85% in just the past month, that it could take six months to a year before egg prices return to normal. And a warning for those people with food allergies, Hy-Vee is recalling its containers of, quote, American macaroni salad uh, because they say it may contain milk and gluten. The company says that those containers were incorrectly labeled and do not indicate that milk and gluten are ingredients. The recalled product is labeled as Hy-Vee's American macaroni salad on the lid, but Hy-Vee's Dijon mustard Potato oh, salad on the tub. It just sounds like it would go south in a minute. <laughs> Something about the, just the thought. I know. Of it I it mean, has a yeah. best of used by date of uh, July 31st. Best of used within the minute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm always really suspect of any kind of like creamy based salads. You see, but it's good. I know. People love them. I see people get them. I see people come back for more. I mean, there's a reason that there's a deli section and people can order it. I'm just a weirdo, but I still get like a little... I'm a little I'm with you. I used to buy that macaroni and cheese you're talking about. No, the macaroni um, salad. Our macaroni salad. Oh yeah, freeze, fr- frozen cold, like really super cold. Oh god. On a hot day, that mayonnaise is just oh. Yeah. I, I'll pass on that every time. That's the stuff at a picnic. You're like, now why would anyone make that? Because you want to get everyone's. That looks no. like old people food to me. That was always something grandma brought. Right. Pass. My mom makes a shellroni salad. What's a shellroni? Oh, those are like the shells. Like the little shells, and then it's got eggs and I think mustard and mayonnaise and all that kind of stuff, and I think it's got relish in it or something. I mean, obviously, Ooh. I never eat it, but people love it. Like people will be like, "Well, your mom bring her shellroni salad." I'm like, "This is crazy, really." So I guess if you're in the mayonnaise-based pasta department... I'll tell you what, no one's eating it at the kids' table. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I don't... It's the older people and the people who enjoy mayonnaise. I also am the weirdo that doesn't like like, chicken salad or any of that kind of stuff either because of the mayonnaise. Because of the mayo? Because of the mayonnaise. Former President George H.W. Bush is in the hospital after uh, after a fall in his home in Maine yesterday. A Bush spokesperson says that the former president broke a bone in his neck, but is expected to fully recover. He's 91 years old. He spent a significant amount of time in a Houston hospital in 2012 for bronchitis. He has been forced to use a scooter or wheelchair due to a form of Parkinson's disease. He's the oldest living former U.S. president. Didn't he just jump out of an airplane on his birthday? He did something crazy like that. He skydives all the time like on his birthday. Maybe it was his 90th birthday. He skydove. And he always is wearing fun socks. How old is he again? 91. 91. 91. Do you fathom living that long? I hope. 
You know, if you're a former president, life's got to be pretty good. Yeah. You've got full... You want to make... You want to explore the space. Right. Well, he had a pretty nice life before even he became president. I mean, they had the the big house in Kennebunkport um, before he was even... I mean, he was pretty set before he even got elected. And what an exciting year he's going to have watching one of his other boys run for president. I know. I wonder how he feels about it. You know, it's interesting. I I thought they got him on camera probably years ago. Yeah. I can't speak for fact, but I thought that he had said once, um, you know, it's okay if he doesn't run. Like, he did. I thought he made a statement once, like, we've had enough bushes. That yeah. was Barbara, I thought. Okay. Barbara's been really vocal. It was Barbara who sat down, and I mean, you know, she doesn't mince words. And she was like, yeah, we've had enough. We're all good. We don't need any more bushes. Like, it's, I'm sure she, I'm sure they have to find a clever way to walk that back into the barn. But How I mean, strange of that. I mean, talk about the, the, the strangest dynamic. Of power in the world is um, a father-son dynamic where you've both been president. Yeah, right. Oh, yes. nuts that had to have been at Thanksgiving with with George Herbert Walker Bush in there <clears throat> with his son George in the White House. Well, imagine what it's like for the Talking other kids. Policy. Yes. Now, Jeb. Imagine what it's like to be like Jeb and the other brother or the sister. You're like, okay, we get it. You guys used to be presidents, but there are other opinions at the table. Okay. You know, I know, but you're, it's almost like you've been president, right? Think of the access sure. that you have to have sitting at the same table with dad and brother. Oh, yeah. You think very often they're like, hey, everybody leave. We're talking about top secret stuff. Be like, okay, whatever. And then they leave the room and they're like, anyway, here's the recipe for Shelroni salad. Yeah, they have the secrets. <laughs> they know. President Obama today will become the first sitting president to visit a federal prison. He's going to visit El Reno a correctional facility near Oklahoma City today to highlight his call for criminal justice reform. Obama has repeatedly said that he believes federal prisons are overpopulated with nonviolent drug offenders who are drink, serving long sentences. Are you going to drink the water? I know. Take a shower? <laughs> yeah, isn't that what you got to do? He's got to walk out with a glass of dirty water and say, Warden, this is a joke. Pour it, pour <laughs> pour it out. out. All the prisoners go crazy. Yeah. They're rattling their cages. Um, a smartphone may be smart enough to detect whether its owners is uh, its owner is suffering with depression. A new study tracked 40 adult smartphone users, looking at data like frequency of use, length of use in one sitting, and how much the user moved around. And researchers who analyzed the phone data identified the smartphone users who were depressed with 87 percent accuracy. They say studies involving many more participants need to be done to validate the finding, but the discovery could lead to using smartphones as a way to monitor people at risk for depression so that they can get the professional help that they need. So GPS is a lot of it you're saying? Yeah, they they figure out like how stationary you are, probably how often you're using. I mean, I imagine if you're depressed, you're probably really going down the rabbit hole. How do they know that your phone just isn't depressed? (laughs) I mean, it's based on phone movement. (laughs) Phone movement. Um, so, th- you know, they say that that can also be uh, signs of uh, avoidance behavior. So uh, phone use is a kind of avoidance behavior, they say. So the kind of pattern of withdrawal and avoidance, which can go unnoticed or be concealed in the confines of a doctor's office, could be something that doctors can use. So like maybe there's an app. Like so if you suffer from depression, maybe there's something where there's an app that could possibly help doctors, you know, pinpoint what your depression if, if if you are depressed. But this is interesting because researchers have identified a compound that appears to reverse the symptoms of depress- depression in rats 
in less than 24 hours compared to the weeks it takes for current antidepressant uh, drugs. Did you say depression in rats? Yeah, they can tell how, by you, how much they use their cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> they use their cell phone. Their little paws. They're so depressed. Uh, it takes a current antidepressant drug weeks in order to make a difference for patients. So if somebody's suffering for depression, it usually takes a while. If you're taking anything to sort of reverse or stabilize, you know, the, the chemicals in your body. When rats were exposed to mild chronic stress that triggered depression-like behaviors, researchers gave them these compounds to reduce the depression, and it worked within 24 hours. So it's giving them hope that maybe there's something that they can give people who suffer depression mm. to have them... It seems weird, though, that depression... Um I thought a lot, a lot of human depression, but obviously I'm not a doctor, is the fact that we're humans. It's your consciousness and your awareness, right? Your, yeah. Your level of sad. What is the animal level of sad? Oh, I don't I'm even saying, know. Like a little deer in a forest when it's hungry, because they're always hungry. Yeah. Is it sad? I mean, is no. it like, I wish I could eat? It's just a deer having deer thoughts. <laughs> like, does a lab rat know it's a lab rat? That would be depressing. That would be really depressing. And they must be able to, like, there must be some quantitative behavior that they do, whether it's, because they said that they introduce them with mild, like, chronic stress. So I don't know if it sounds, like, if they just keep hammering them with whatever, and like, it puts them into, like, a kind of, like, oh, my God, I just want to jump off and uh, make the sounds stop. Right. No, no, that's just all I'm saying on a scientific level. How do you replicate right. depression in an animal? Maybe oh, you sure did that guys humans. <laughs> if we did that, if you replicated all that to a human, it would be like, is that depression, or are we just freaking him out? <laughs> I'm guessing maybe they take a, I guess take a mate away, you know? They could, yeah. I mean, separation anxiety or food, you know, food separation, teaching them that the food certain comes at certain times and it doesn't, I mean, can cause probably anxiety. I'm sure that these scientists in all of their time with these rats have figured out ways of messing with their brains in right. all sorts of exciting ways that we can't and probably shouldn't try to fathom. But just kind of cool that they could come up with something that could help people within 24 hours if they suffer from depression. Yeah, like a, like a, a life preserver in a pill. Yes. That is your uh, news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, thanks, Molly. 621, your high day going to be upper 80s, probably going to breach 90, by the way. Uh, but do we have storms going on now? And uh, there's a, just a 20% chance uh, late tonight. Tomorrow, hot. 95 degrees and Saturday... Same deal, 95 degrees. It's 71 degrees right now. Sierra Mist for just $7.99 at Fantasy Today. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. 6.32. Good morning. All right. Chicago. One Direction. Chance to qualify for exit Omaha. 68 and a half between, uh, looks like 7 and 9 this morning. All right. So, uh, stay here and get qualified. One Direction Sounder, it's a shout-out, and call number nine. All right, last night was the ESPYs. Did you watch? I watched clips of it this morning. 
Um, all the ones that mattered, actually. But, uh, yeah, uh, Bruce Jenner, otherwise known as Caitlyn or opposite, whatever, uh, got, uh, got on stage. Avoided the red carpet, apparently. Really? Yeah, avoided the red carpet interviews that to they do. To make the big uh, entrance? To make the big entrance on stage. So what we're curious know. is what, what the ratings were. Because, you know, if they got big ratings, then it validates, you know, their move. There was yeah. that controversy just over the fact that they, some people thought that they were better candidates for a Courage Award. But regardless, uh, Caitlyn Jenner got up there. And that's got, me and Molly were saying up the air, that's got to be a tough room. That's, yeah. It's a room full of athletes. It's the first time. And that he's been on the stage. Of, think about that. It's a room well, no, full it's of a it's room, a lot of guys. A lot yes. of guys that have very probably strong opinions about <laughs> you know, about transgender or, or it just I just feel like it would probably be a pretty I think that they were um Jeff and I were talking about the fact that they were making probably very judicious cutaways, like it's like Kiefer Sutherland, you know you're gonna get a good reaction from him. <laughs> you know, like Safe, safe face to go to when you know you're looking for applause and not right. maybe like heroic like, or like what? Like if I was at an award show or anything, I'm always kind of making quips. It doesn't mean it would be inappropriate, but I would be making a comment about yes. anything to the my like date or whoever. Right. Yeah, and it's like that would be the one when they call her name, Caitlyn Jenner. You're like, and then they do the cutaway, and I lean over and I got a smile on my face, and I'm saying something to the person next to me, and then they laugh. People are gonna be like, "Oh, that's so screwed up, dude." Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, so she gets up there. You want to hear some of the some of the yeah, deal? So here, here's here Caitlyn Jenner accepting the ESPY award. It is so wonderful to be here tonight. She's wearing a form-fitting white Versace dress. Yeah. She looks like Angelina Jolie. Now, the last few months have been a whirlwind of so many different experiences and emotions. But to tell you the truth, it seems like every time I turn around in life. I'm putting myself in these high-pressure situations, competing in the games, raising a family. But I've never felt more pressure than I ever have felt in my life, than over the last couple of months. Picking out this outfit. Okay, girls, I get it. You gotta get the shoes, the hair, the makeup, the whole process. It was exhausting. And next, the fashion police. Ugh. Please be kind on me. I'm new at this. But anyway. And I just want to take a, a quick shout out to our soccer team. That, that they have absolutely. <laughs> Ladies, you clean up very well. Well, the real truth is that before just a few weeks, a few months ago, I had never met anybody else who was trans, who was like me. I had never met a trans person, never. Now, as you saw, I dealt with my situation on my own, in private. And that turned this journey into an already incredible education. It's been eye-opening, inspiring, but also frightening. All across this country right now, all across the world, at this very moment, there are young people coming to terms with being transgender. They're learning that they're different, and they're trying to figure out how to handle that on top of every other problem that a teenager has. They're getting bullied. They're getting beaten up. They're getting murdered. And they're committing suicide. The numbers that you just heard before are staggering. But they are the reality of what it's like to be trans today. Just last month, the body of 17-year-old Mercedes Williamson 
a transgender young woman of color was found in a field in Mississippi, stabbed to death. I also want to tell you about Sam Taub, a 15-year-old transgender young man from Bloomfield, Michigan. In early April, Sam took his own life. Now, Sam's story haunts me in particular because his death came just a few days before ABC aired my interview with Diane Sawyer. Every time something like this happens, people wonder, could it have been different if spotlighting this issue with more attention could have changed the way things happen? We'll never know. If there's one thing I do know about my life, it is the power of the spotlight. Sometimes it gets overwhelming, but with attention comes responsibility. As a group, as athletes, how you conduct your lives, what you say, what you do, is absorbed and observed by millions of people, especially young people. I know I'm clear with my responsibility in going forward to tell my story the right way, for me, to keep learning, to do whatever I can to reshape the landscape of how trans issues are viewed, how trans people are treated, and then more broadly, to promote a very simple idea, accepting people for who they are. So she gave a pretty powerful speech. Yes. Um, I thought like the, the message is, is talking to young people and athletes out there to be like, you guys need to help young people that aren't just trans, just overall people, people in who general. are young who feel different. Yeah. And how you deal with it. So um, she also said, if you want to call me names, make jokes, stop my intentions, go ahead. I can take it. But the reality is for the thousands of kids out there coming to terms That's with who the they are, thing. they shouldn't have to take it. So for the people out there wondering what this is all about, whether it's about courage or publicity, it's it's about what happens from here. It's not about one person. It's about thousands of people. Yeah. It's not just about me. It's about all of us accepting one another. So good speech. Yeah. Sound like a little bit of a slur there, but I think I'd probably have to have a, a couple a few pops before I got up there on stage. Yeah. I don't, but that's kind of how he talks. Does I saw really? it, yeah okay. the Diane Sawyer interview. He kind of has that sort of slippery slide. Does know, he I really? Mean, okay. Yeah. Or I she. think it's just. Jeez. I think it's just her um, speech pattern. I don't know if it's I, the, I so much to, tightening to the face that I, it's caused. Good. A little bit of a... A little form. bit of a... I can't really form words on account of the fact that my lips don't move forward that far anymore. I, I do have to say, I think, uh, oh, Caitlin there suffers from a little bit of OLB. No, no really? <laughs> oh, First my thing gosh. I noticed when, she, when uh, she got up there, I'm like, oh. Now, now I'm being fashion police. Now you're that, being fashion police. I know. Because you never would have made a comment about Bruce Jenner's butt. You, no. never you wouldn't have been like, you know, his butt. Right, you wouldn't no, have even looked you wouldn't at even it. even looked at Moment it. he's a chick, we're like, yeah, his ass kind of fat. <laughs> I thought the dress was stunning, and it was quite obvious. No, oh, but it was quite on. No, but it was quite obvious. Yesterday was in Celebrity News that Caitlyn Jenner was uh, using... Angelina Jolie's stylist, because that was ah, a total right. Angelina Jolie number. Well, I mean, with the way that, the hair I'm was, just saying so. that sometimes when we say stunning, it seems like you girls are pandering. If I put on that white Versace dress, would you say I no. look stunning? No, but you haven't had the work done that he's had done. If you've had boobs and all that kind of sculpting, I would imagine. Yeah, everyone's afraid. Uh, hey, uh, I wouldn't look stunning in that. All right, uh, Cammie, what's going on on the roads, dear? we got a big problem out there along 80 eastbound 84th. An earlier crash came in this morning involving an overturned semi. Lots of activity out there. They're still trying to get that up right. Now, the 84th Street off-ramp is shut down. You'll have to exit at 72nd. If you're heading through 80 East, make sure you
you stay way to the left. In town, we got a crash at 42nd and Grover, and traffic lights malfunctioning, 96 in Harrison. The support is brought to you by American Ethanol. If you're concerned about breathing the nasty stuff coming out of all those tailpipes in traffic, then choose clean, burning, non-toxic American Ethanol when you fill up. Visit fixourfuel.com slash Omaha. I'm Cam and Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. That overturned truck looks like something yeah. out of, It looks like Jurassic Park. It looks like a T-Rex picked up a semi-truck and threw it across yeah. the interstate. It does. Do you know what's in it, Cam? I called. Word? I know. I love to know what's in it. And I called and they are not telling me. Ooh. There are a lot of vehicles. There are a lot of emergency vehicles around it and big lights and excavation equipment. And it was... Yeah. It was. It looked kind of cool. I put a picture up. Hopefully OMA nobody's traffic. hurt. Hopefully the driver's okay. Yeah. I hope so too. I haven't heard anything on that either. So it's probably going to be there the better part of the morning. All right. If you find out what's in it, you let us know. Oh, okay? I will. Okay. If anyone knows, you let us know. Thank you, Cammy. All right. We have celebrity news coming up. Kanye West leveling some uh, advice to Scott Disick on uh, what he should do with the breakup of Kourtney Kardashian. And Amber Heard, wife of Johnny Depp, is getting charged in Australia. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. The most legendary, hard-working crew, The Roots. Saturday, July 18th, from The Late Show to The Tonight Show to Harris Dirt Concert Cove, jamming all their hits. The Roots. The new album, And Then You Shoot Your Cousin, available now. Don't miss the roots. So I guess uh, Johnny Depp's wife, Amber Heard, is the one that was responsible for bringing their two little terriers into Australia illegally. Remember, that was like a huge thing. Apparently, Australia takes that stuff really seriously. It's like the stupidest story. I would never go back to Australia if I was those two. I'd be like, really? Okay, bye. Uh, Amber Heard, she's been charged with illegally bringing... The two animals into Australia earlier this year. It's an issue that's made headlines. Uh, I guess the Australian government threatened to put the dogs down if they weren't taken out of the country. Heard was charged yesterday two counts of illegally importing pistol and boo and one count of producing a false document. I guess the charges carry a maximum penalty. Get a load of this. A maximum penalty of 11 years in prison. I think it was really just one government official kind of grandstanding. It was like whoever, some upper level official was the guy saying that. We're going to put you dogs down. Okay. And a lot of people in Australia are embarrassed about it. They're like, dude, Well, how would you not be? They're like, they're visitors. You know what I mean? He went on some national, like the big, the big party show Australia <laughs> in like Brisbane. He went on and got interviewed by some um, morning show, and the guy goes, "Why you being such a, a wanker, mate? You're being a wanker." Called him a wanker on the air. 
Johnny Depp's so, like, you know I'm Johnny Depp, right? No, he didn't like, call Johnny Depp a wanker. I'm saying he called like the the, the prime minister, whoever's oh, threatening to okay. kill the dogs. Thank God. Because I was like, really? I'm sure they were like, please stop. They'll never come back ever again. That's 11 how I years feel. in prison. 11 years in prison for bringing two dogs in. I mean, you imagine that if these are celebrity, you know. All right, here's who, here's who the big official is it's the agriculture minister, Barnaby Jones. Barnaby. That's the guy. And they're Shut like, up. Barnaby, why are you being such a wanker? His name's Barnaby, Barnaby Jones. Isn't that a famous Joyce. character? Barnaby Joyce. Okay. He's the ag minister. How much power does the Australian ag minister have? When's the last time you met a guy named Barnaby? Never. Probably in Australia, though. I met a. I knew one Barnaby in my entire life. Barnaby. It was when I was a kid, and I was like Barnaby. I mean, you just don't hear that name very often. No. Uh, so the prosecutor's office declined to comment yesterday on why Amber is being charged instead of Johnny. I don't know if you know, like he was there filming and she came in and brought the dogs, but it's just. I mean, yeah. So the plot thickens. They're really gonna try and put the screws to these two. Uh, Kanye West. Us Weekly is reporting that Kanye recently called up Scott Disick. You know, he is the uh, baby daddy to Kourtney Kardashian's three children. And just recently, over the 4th of July, Kourtney said, enough is enough, and basically called it quits with him after, I think, nine years together. So I guess Kanye picked up the phone and called Scott Disick and told him to man up and go to rehab. Man, you need to man up and go to rehab. Uh-huh. Uh, Courtney was at the uh, SPs last night. She looks good. Yeah, she I've never does. said that before. She's adorable. She's tiny. She's the littlest of those uh, of those three. You know, then 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 there are the Jenner girls, but of the Kardashian girls, yeah. Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. She's the little sprite. I mean, she's she's tiny. She's built differently than her other sisters. Maybe then it's Chloe I'm talking about. Ooh. Chloe's the one that you're thinking of that was blonde. Yeah, yeah Chloe. Right, I've never thought Chloe looked hot before. She's look. She looks really good. She's good. Who's she, she married to? She's not married. She was the one that was married to the basketball player, and remember the drug problems and oh, the cheating geez. and stuff like that. She just recently was divorced. So she's all oh. these girls. She man. was the one that remember Eminem and his song called "The Ugly Kardashian." Yep. Yeah. There's yeah. always been talk that she's Imagine. not really a Kardashian. <laughs> that oh, she's mean. like no, that she's supposed to be O.J. Simpson's kid. Or something. There's been all these like rumors that she's not a Kardashian. That wow. that basically Chris Kardashian slash Chris Jenner stepped out on uh, on um, um, the plot thickens. Yeah. Did you so, know that there's a middle school football team that has a trick play called the Ugly Kardashian? Do no. they really? Yeah, the little giants. That's just plain and simple mean. Can you imagine? And that's you. You're like, okay, I get it. Kim's a rock star, and her butt is amazing. All oh. right, fine. But like, I'm not chopped liver. All those girls are pretty. I mean, it's just so. Courtney is which one's the ugliest, Molly? Which one's the ugliest? That's just mean. Oh come on! Well, obviously you must have a choice. Well, who's your ugliest pick? I don't know. I don't care. Mm Hmm. He says uh, the line from the Eminem song "Berserk" is all I know is I fell asleep and woke up in that Monte Carlo with the ugly Kardashian. Lamar, oh, so sorry we don't set the barlow. He takes a shot at Lamar Odom. Yeah, that's who <laughs> that's she was married to. Yeah, that's yeah. the ex. Good boy. So I All guess right. Kanye suggested that Scott Disick cancel his upcoming hosting gig in Vegas. Um, basically, you know, it's pay to drink and hang out at a club with uh, Scott Disick. And uh, 
I guess to be fair, Dizik did check himself into rehab July 5th, but he checked out after six hours. So apparently he's not committing to sobriety. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Righty, 6.54, your high 89, rain in the forecast. Here's the deal uh, with Exit Omaha 68 at Chicago, and it's one direction. You'll be there all weekend. You'll be there Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday. We're flying you out, putting you in a hotel, and give you tickets to the show. You just got to get qualified. All right, sound is going to happen between now and 9 this morning. We got news coming up first. Lay's Potato Chips, they're unveiling their four final flavors in the Do Us a uh. Flavor Conference. Competition. We'll tell you who made the cut coming up next. All right, 655. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Welcome to the AT&T Life Simulation Facility. Today we're testing out the new Samsung Galaxy S6 Active to see how it handles pretty much anything life throws at it. First up, the splash test. Not a problem. Next. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. 